Praise the Lord and welcome to our weekly 30-minute podcast, The Elephant in the Room with Bishop Michael Bellamy. Our podcast will cover various topics that are often overlooked, misunderstood, or even controversial from a biblical perspective. We're blessed to have a team of wonderful producers who want to make each episode something that will be enjoyable and informative. Today's podcast was produced by Associate Pastor Corey Lyndon Bellamy Sr. and Lady Latrice Wallace Bellamy. Our editors are Lady Satoya Clanton and Sister Tynika Harris Coronado. I'll be back with today's episode. Over the past three weeks, we have explored the topic of generational curses. We concluded the New Testament scriptures do not support the Old Testament concept of generational curses. What many individuals and families experience are self-sabotaging and self-destructive behavioral patterns. The Almighty God is the judge of the earth. He is fair and just to everyone. When the children of Israel complained of being punished for the sins of their parents, God immediately and righteously addressed their complaint and corrected it in a fair and equitable way. Their legitimate complaint is recorded in the prophecy of Ezekiel. Now, friends, I totally get why they were not happy with being cursed for something they didn't do. Simply, it's not fair. Let's read it in Ezekiel chapter 18, verses 18 through 21. As for his father, because he cruelly oppressed, spoiled his brother by violence, and did that which is not good among his people, lo, even he shall die in his iniquity. Yet say ye, why doth not the son bear the iniquity of the father? When the son have done that which is lawful and right, and have kept all my statutes, and have done them, he shall surely live. The soul that sinneth, it shall die. The son shall not bear the iniquity of the father, neither shall the father bear the iniquity of the son. The righteousness of the righteous shall be upon him, and the wickedness of the wicked shall be upon him. But if the wicked will turn from all his sins that he hath committed, and keep all my statues, and do that which is lawful and right, he shall surely live, he shall not die. The Apostle Paul wrote a letter to believers in Galatia, about the Old Testament curse under the Mosaic Law and how it related to the death of Jesus Christ, the Son of God. In Galatians chapter 3, verse 10, I'll read, For as many as are of the works of the law are under a curse. For it is written, Cursed is everyone who does not abide by all things written in the book of the law to perform them. Christ redeemed us from the curse of the law, having become a curse for us, for it is written, Cursed is everyone who hangs on a tree. 
Jesus Christ was the last Old Testament person and prophet who died under the curse of the law. He was perfect and holy in every way. But Father God allowed the curse of sin to be on him to give us liberty through Jesus Christ. Friends, have you noticed in the Old Testament that under the Mosaic law in Deuteronomy chapter 28, it speaks of curses and blessings? But in the New Testament, in what is called the Sermon on the Mount, Jesus Christ taught blessed or happy are you. Not one time does he mention a curse. What we see today are not curses from God or Jesus Christ. They are patterns and learned behaviors. I was told anything learned can be unlearned. Let's talk about patterns and learned behaviors. The Apostle Paul spoke to the church at Rome about a changed mindset. He wrote in Romans chapter 12, I'll read verse 2 from the New Living Translation. Don't copy the behavior and customs of this world, but let God transform you into a new person by changing the way you think then you will learn to know God's will for you, which is good and pleasing and perfect. This can very easily apply to the natural as well. Patterns and learned behaviors that are negative bind. A renewed mind brings liberation and transformation. The spirit-filled believer experiences a spiritual metamorphosis of the mind, transforming his or her thought patterns and behaviors to holy and healthy living. The wonderful change Jesus Christ brings to our lives makes life worth living. His wisdom, work, and indwelling presence help us with the changes of life. Now, marital status can be one of the greatest challenges of life. We know people who are unhappy and others who are living the dream. <laughs> there, there are many individuals who are the product of single-parent homes. The fact that your grandmother and mother were single parents does not relegate you to the same fate. Earlier this year, we discussed God's plan for the family. Study God's word pertaining to marriage and family. Revisit those podcasts. Take time to interview family members, if appropriate, to determine causes for breakups and divorces. Look for common denominators. After identifying patterns like irreconcilable differences, infidelity, finances, etc. Take calculated steps to prepare yourself for a happy, healthy marriage. If you are married and you're having marital issues, speak with your trusted spiritual advisor. 
and schedule an appointment with a Christian marriage and family counselor. If your spouse refuses to attend, you should attend alone. There are times when a spouse sees your proactive approach and positive steps, then they will join you on the bandwagon. Your marriage is worth the investment. Now, let's talk about healthy lifestyles. Nothing tastes better than Big Mama's pork chops. Fried chicken, chitterlings, cornbread dressing, macaroni and cheese, green beans seasoned with salt pork, caramel butter cake, and an ice-cold glass of sugary church tea. Thank you, Big Mama. These soul foods make you want to lick your fingers, hum a hymn, speak in tongues, and go for seconds. They really do. Been there, done that. (laughs) Unfortunately, a lack of moderation can lead to obesity, diabetes, kidney disease, heart disease, and an early demise. Liberate yourself. Schedule an appointment with a dietitian. Substitute unhealthy ingredients with healthier choices. Shop with a list to avoid spontaneous purchases. Read the labels. Identify calories, carbohydrates, sodium, etc. And then use moderation. When you cook at home, you can determine what is healthy. Foods purchased at restaurants are saltier and full of sugar. Let's take a minute and talk about abuse and neglect. We had a conversation with Nastasha Powers last month about child abuse and neglect prevention and awareness. We cannot change the past. I'm going to say that again. We cannot change the past. Recently, I told a friend, let's not talk about your past. Let's talk about your future. We cannot change the past. However, we can work in the present to identify issues from our past. Look for negative long-term patterns that affect our daily living and seek counseling to move forward. Also, we can implement safeguards to protect our children and other vulnerable populations. The earlier you teach your children and kids entrusted to you, the better the opportunity you have to protect them from those who do not have their best interests at heart. Perhaps poor choices of the past led to imprisonment. Seize the opportunity to grow forward. If you're having an issue finding employment, contact a second chance employer. Maybe you have an entrepreneurial spirit. Consider working for yourself. 
to maximize income opportunities. If your parents and or other family members were incarcerated, join a program for children of incarcerated parents to help navigate you through these barriers. You can choose a different path. Yes, you can. Empower yourself to better yourself. It has been said that your attitude determines your altitude. Many before my generation and those coming afterwards will be born into poverty. There is nothing wrong with humble beginnings. Some of our ancestors were born in the South. They experienced wood frame homes with cracks between boards. Some had dirt floors and they ate what was left over from the butcher in the fields. Our ancestors moved north and west for better opportunities. Many could not move, but they saved and sent their children to school and work, hoping for a brighter future. Let's talk about education. Education pays. One of the best ways to move from a pattern of poverty and reposition oneself is an education. Education pays. According to Tim Stoberski, author of Average Salary for Education Level, the value of a college degree advancing in your education does typically lead to higher annual and lifetime earnings at all levels of education. The Bureau of Labor Statistics reported that Average salary was less than a high school diploma. The median weekly earnings are $592. The median annual earnings are $30,784. The average salary with a high school diploma, median weekly earnings, $746. Median annual earnings, $38,792. Average salary with some college but no degree, median weekly earnings, $833. Median annual earnings, $43,316. The average salary with an associate degree, Median weekly earnings, $887. Median annual earnings, $46,124. Average salary with a bachelor's degree. The median weekly earnings are $1,248. Median annual earnings, $64,000. $896. Average salary with a master's degree. Median weekly earnings are $1,497. Median annual earnings, 
$1,144. The average salary with a doctorate or professional degree, the median weekly earnings for the professional degree, $1,861. Median annual earnings for the professional degree, $96,772. The median Weekly earnings for someone with a doctoral degree is $1,883, and the median annual earnings are $97,916. A college education is not better than trade or professional school. Yes, you heard that correctly. A college education is not better than trade school or professional school. It depends on your career choice. Perhaps college is not for you. Consider trade school. Jesus was a carpenter. Peter was a fisherman. Paul was a tent maker. Many trades pay as much or more than college degrees. Trade school may last from two weeks up to two years, depending on what you choose to study. And they may cost less than college. The best way to rise from patterns of economic poverty is an education. Get up, do the research, and sign up for college or trade school today. Thomas Edison said, opportunity is missed by most people because it is dressed in overalls and looks like work. Records were meant to be broken. Glass ceilings break. Barriers can be breached. Hurdles were meant to be jumped. As a child of God, you are free from sin. You have no generational chains holding you back. The Lord wants you to prosper in all things. John wrote in 3 John chapter 1 verse 2, dear friend, I pray that you enjoy good health and that all may go well with you, even as your soul is getting along well. We can be liberated from generational curses, family patterns, and or behaviors. By educating ourselves spiritually, financially, physically, mentally, and naturally, We can break these sometime negative practices. When we know better, we can practice in doing better. The Apostle Paul wrote in 1 Corinthians chapter 9, verses 24 and 25, Know ye not that they which run in a race run all, but one receiveth the prize? So run that ye may obtain. And every man that striveth for the mastery is temperate in all things. 
Now they do it to obtain a corruptible crown, but we an incorruptible crown. When we search the scriptures for ourselves and not lean on what someone has told us, we would learn that the word has to say about what we need to do to be a faithful and productive servant and disciple. We should learn for ourselves and teach our youth the importance of being good stewards of our finances. We should pay our bills on time, pay our tithes, and give an offering. We will also be able to enjoy the fruits of our labor. We should make sure that we are good to our bodies. It is in our best interest and to our loved ones that we are physically fit, work smarter, and not harder. When we are laboring, we do not want to work so hard that we are hard on our bodies. We want to make sure that we exercise and maintain strength and muscle. It is very important that our mind is healthy. We need to be mindful of what we take into our mind. We need to know what is good for our mental state and what is not good. I think you're very familiar with Philippians chapter 4, verse number 8. Finally, brethren, whatsoever things are true, whatsoever things are honest, whatsoever things are just, whatsoever things are pure, whatsoever things are lovely, whatsoever things are of good report, if there be any virtue, if there be any praise, think on these things. It is to our best interest that we ingest good nutrients for our bodies. Our bodies are a temple for the Lord's use. The Apostle Paul wrote in 1 Corinthians chapter 6, verse 19 and 20, What? Know ye not that your body is the temple of the Holy Ghost, which is in you? which ye have of God, and ye are not your own, for ye are bought with a price. Therefore glorify God in your body and in your spirit, which are God's. There is nothing wrong with going to college to obtain a degree or trade to better yourself. Proverbs chapter 1, verses 1 through 6, the Proverbs of Solomon, the son of David, king of Israel, to know wisdom and instruction, to perceive the words of understanding, to receive the instruction of wisdom, justice, and judgment, and equity, to give subtlety to the simple, to the young man, knowledge and discretion. A wise man will hear and will increase learning. And a man of understanding shall attain unto wise counsels. To use a proverb and the interpretation, the words of the wise and their dark sayings. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge, but fools despise wisdom and instruction. It is okay to celebrate and praise God for all 
that he has done. In 1 Peter chapter 4, verses 12 through 14, the Apostle Peter wrote, verse 12, Beloved, think it not strange concerning the fiery trial which is to try you, as though some strange thing happened to you. In verse 13, but rejoice inasmuch as ye are partakers of Christ's sufferings, that when his glory shall be revealed, ye may be glad also with exceeding joy. Verse 14, if ye be reproached for the name of Christ, happy are ye. For the spirit of glory and of God rested upon you. On their part, he is evil spoken of, but on your part, he is glorified. And friends, Psalms 139 verse 14, I praise thee for I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Marvelous are thy works. And that my soul knoweth right well. And a very familiar psalm to everyone. Praise ye the Lord. Praise God in his sanctuary. Praise him in the firmament of his power. Praise him for his mighty acts. Praise him according to his excellent greatness. Praise him with the sound of the trumpet. Praise him with the psaltery and harp. Praise him with the timbrel and dance. Praise him with string instruments and organs. Praise him upon the loud cymbals. Praise him upon the high-sounding cymbals. Let everything that hath the breath praise the Lord. Praise ye the Lord. Friend, run to it. Fight for it. Finish victoriously. Congratulations to all of the 2022 graduates and those that leveled up. We applaud you for a job well done. Well, friends, that's all the time we have for this episode. I hope you have enjoyed today's episode, which was produced by Associate Pastor Corey Lyndon Bellamy Sr. and Lady Latrice Wallace Bellamy. Our editors are Sister Tynika Harris Coronado and Lady Satoya Clanton. We would love to hear from you. Feel free to connect with us on Facebook and via email at theelephant2022 at gmail.com. Be safe. Stay healthy. God bless.